Hello, good evening, everyone. Um, my name is Sean Volpe. This is this is gonna be a little rocky start, but uh, starting a little late, had uh, some technical difficulties. But this is my first ever show of Sean Talk, and I am here with Marodi Adewale, my dear friend. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. Um, oh my gosh, we got some interesting topics to talk about. Um, and mom, can you hear me correctly? Can you shoot me a text? Uh, <laughs> I heard there were some technical difficulties with the mics as well. Um, one of them not working correctly. I think I might have figured it out. But um, yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully everything's good. Mom, can you hear me? <laughs> Before we get started, I have to recite some, uh, some shout outs. <laughs> Villanova University Tech Crew holds office hours every Friday from 12 noon to 4 p.m. to Tolentine 009. Office hours is open to everyone. Both current VU VUTC members and students inter interested in joining are encouraged to drop by. If you're not able to make it to office hours, but you'd like to discuss something with VUTC or otherwise scheduled training and slash or meeting, please email us at contact at VUTC.com. So, Marty, how you doing? I'm good. good. I'm just ready to get into it. Oh, my Easy. mom just sent me a text message. Hold on one second. Oh, she said, I hear you, bro. Shout out to... She Mad hears both of us? I Do you hear Marodi as well? Also, shout out Madeline Volpe. Yeah. Love my mom. <laughs> Thanks for the support. So what do you think about the, uh, the, COVID, the COVID restrictions and everything on campus this semester? Do you think they're doing enough? Do you think Villanova's... <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a loaded question, but... Well, I mean, they... They let a in the beginning semester with the surge of cases, they didn't do like anything at all to change. Yeah, you know, I I just think it's I th I you know not to get on here and criticize my school, but Villanova has d done a lot of great things. Um, I love I love going here, but just like one complaint I have is, um, I just feel like they're kind of lax with the COVID restrictions, and Very. that's yeah, and that is why like so many cases have kind of popped up exponentially mm -hmm. um, in the past few weeks. It, they've gone down, but I think it's just because so many kids got sick in the first uh, two weeks of school that crazy. no one else can get sick. Yeah, and I think that it's something like some cumul cumulative amount of around like a 1,000 cases or so. But um, I just think, you know, one of my roommates got COVID. And um, even if you're listed as a close contact and you have the booster shot, you don't have to quarantine or anything. Mm -hmm. Only the past, like yeah. I did last year yeah. for a whole fourteen days. <laughs> yeah, now and now it's only like five days, and I feel like you know the CDC said um, that you only have to quarantine for five days, but I feel like I don't know. I, I'm not a scientist or anything. I'm not a doctor, but I feel like you can still infect people after five days because my, my roommate came back and he still sounded so sick. He was oh so my. super. He was super nasally, and he was still coughing and sneezing. And I was like, I was just scared, but thankfully we were all negative. Did he keep um, wearing a mask when he came back, or no? No, because, uh, I mean, not in the not in the dorm at least, because you know mm. it's his own dorm. Right. But um, no, yeah, he, I mean, you know, they said he was cleared and ready to go. <laughs> at least none of y'all got it, but yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I just feel like it's kind of inevitable at this point. And maybe I did get it already because I did feel a little sick in the um, first couple of weeks of school, but um. Antibody says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of your roommates got sick. Yeah, that's why you mentioned. Uh, <laughs> I've quarantined twice now because someone that was close to me got COVID, but I never actually got it myself. Were you for were you forced by the school to quarantine? I was forced to last year. Then the other time was my brother got COVID like over winter break, and oh. we just I just oh, quarantined my just in case. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, 
Yeah. So wait, but then I feel like last year they're just they're more strict because like remember like they're threatening you know to send us home whatever like the spike in cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This year we had way more cases than that, and we didn't get threatened to send. We didn't go online or anything. Like nothing really changed. It was just up to the teachers' discretion. Yeah. Um. I think it's more because of the the, the, the vaccines so, now. Yeah, available. the vaccines and and they kind of realize the severity of it all and how like. Um, with the new strains and everything, it's just way more contagious and less severe. Um, I mean, that's just the cost of it. You know, like, I feel like we could just be doing a little more. Being And one thing I don't like is that if you're within a certain number of mileage, um, if you get COVID, they just send you home. And I get so it because convenient. it's... I, I, I get it because it's um, capacity sake yeah. and, like, they literally can't... Take I, everyone. I mean, I don't know. Maybe just, like, subject yourself... Um, have you just go back to your dorm room because I don't want to get my whole family sick if I get sick. You know, like that's my biggest fear is just like going mm-hmm. home and then infecting everybody and then un- like unwillingly. And Is there anywhere else you would go instead? I, would, I Honestly, if I were, I mean, I, w- I would like go to a hotel. If, if, if Like would your parents send you to a hotel? I mean, uh, at this point, I don't think so because my whole family is vaccinated and they all have the boosters and everything. And my dad mm-hmm. even got sick. Um right in 2020 right. he got sick and he it wasn't that bad for him so but i mean like my dad uh visits my grandmother like once a week and everything and like yeah. i know like for people like us like young college kids and everything like covid um won't really affect us too much and even like middle-aged people now that the vaccine's out but still my my biggest fear is just getting my grandmother sick or el- other elderly people sick my grand my grandparents too Facts. um but yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know how many people have that same it, it, empathy and yeah, you know, you know people. Yeah, people. Yeah, I mean, I I, I just think of Bartley Hall. <laughs> oh my! No I mean, massive I, sight. Yeah, it was crazy. I went in there today for the first time because I had, well, not I didn't go in there for the first time. I had class in there for the first time today because one of my classes recently moved to there. Ah. And I I just walked in. There was I mean, it's it's refreshing in a way because it's like wow it's like normalcy again <laughs> you know but at the same time it's like wow like no one's wearing masks mm-hmm. and i'm like it's so different from like walking into like to- tolentine or exactly. sear or anything uh, i would i mean i don't know if it's just like the culture of it or if it's like nobody enforces the rules there because i know in other buildings they like i know professors like i've seen professors being like yo mask up but um there's really no workers i guess yeah yeah you're, you're right monitor. they're all in like they're all i don't know I don't know. It, and there's just so many people there, too. So I'm just like, does Father Peter know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well hmm. you know. He's like, whatever. Any uh, any pop culture you want to talk about? We were having some discussions about music earlier. Um, my mom wanted me to mention uh, uh, Kanye West and his beef with Pete Davidson. I think We could start pretty... out with that. <laughs> we could start out yeah. with that. I think that was pretty interesting. It, You know, I think Kanye, as much as I think of him as a genius and i love his work i love all of his albums i have like three of his albums on vinyl Dang. Um, which ones oh i have late registration uh, kids see ghosts and yay on vinyl um mm. i yeah i would oh i also have a college dropout so i have four of his vinyls um, wow yeah i'm a kanye fan <laughs> um you can call me a stan if you will but you know i don't agree with a a lot the guy says and that can be attributed to um 
mental illness, and mm-hmm. he openly admitted, you know, he literally wrote on his one of his uh, yay, um, I hate being bipolar. But it's awesome. Exactly. <laughs> so he's very open with his uh, mental illness, and you know, he has these manic states where he just says the weirdest, most out there stuff, um, like. Um, he and his well, I don't know if they are officially divorced now. I think they are. Do you know? I believe so. Well, I know they separated or divorced. Um, Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, he still lives like right next to. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> he lives right next door. But I guess that's to take care of the kids and everything. Mm-hmm. But um, she started dating Pete Davidson, and then I feel you think like, that's like legit or like Pete, like you know, uh, just publicity. I don't stunts. know because they first appeared on SNL. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had like a skit together where they kissed, and I, I right. thought it was just like a kind of a shock value thing. Oh mm-hmm. my god, look at these two celebrities kissing! Um, they're both single, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But then they started like hanging out and mm-hmm. hanging out, and then there was rumors that they were dating. And what's funny to me is that Kanye was dating people this time too. Like he wasn't like he's dating this woman Julia Fox now, mm-hmm. who's this actress that she appeared um, in this movie uncut gems mm-hmm. um but he was also dating other people too like he was going on dates i saw i think he went on this date with like this really young 20 year old girl or 19 year old girl mm-hmm. and i was like the they're heck? not talking about that and i think he's just a hypocrite i think he just has this really inflated ego i mean that's what makes his music so good because he thinks of himself so highly and he thinks of himself as a genius but he's you know and supposedly he was like cheating on her too. Really? And yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I think, I, I think oh, that's wow. that. Yeah, I, I don't know. But, but do the, you know like the explicit reasons for their divorce? Um, he was just, from what I saw, he was just kind of like uh, negligent towards um, the family and the kids. He he would go out, <clears throat> he would Wyoming. go out into, uh, yeah, Wyoming, and go to his farm and just like isolate himself from his family and like she she you know they required his time and attention and everything and i think he just focused on himself the yeezy brand which is his clothing Mm -hmm. brand and his music and um yeah if you're gonna be a family man you can't do that i mean he's doing what he needs to do now by buying a house next door but that's because you know he regrets (laughs) losing her and uh you know his whole life has changed but to get back to the pete davidson thing um kanye (laughs) Funnily enough, released well. Uh, he was featured on a song by The Game. Um, Easy. It was called Easy. Yes, and Easy. Th- that the album, not the album cover, the single cover artwork is. Do you know what it is? It's a photo, like an actual photo of a skinned monkey. Yeah, it's, I was like, "Am I see- like this is for real?" And like, it's like oh super gosh. contrast, like super contrasting to um, uh, his recent like whole era of gospel and exactly. love jesus i was and, waiting for us to get to that yeah and like he um he like on donda and jesus is king like he mm-hmm. purposely censored out any curse words or exactly anything. and you know he uh used the sunday service go- uh gospel choir on like many of his tracks and it's just funny enough now that like He's. I feel like he's getting back into his old ways. He's exactly. he's cursing on the um on the new cover, not the new cover. The new song. The new single. I mean, did he curse at all on Donda? I feel like he did. I, you know, I think he did. And he allowed he, artists to. He he allowed well. artists to, which is kind of like him gradually going back. Um, him featuring with Playboy Cardi, just like the contrast. Yeah, between their it, messages it's funny, is but crazy. I uh yeah, there's so many like bleeps on that album. It's just like. 
they just mute the audio, like the the voice audio, whenever someone curses. But I'm like, if you're gonna have, and he's cursing himself too. So like, mm-hmm. what's the point? Like, you're not like preventing it, but you're just you're making gaps in the song. I don't know. But um, yeah, and then he even goes on to threaten Pete Davidson. I'm like, that's not very. He, yeah, he's he's talking about he's gonna Christly. Yeah, he's Christlike. <laughs> That's not very Christ-like of him. As I'm just like, do you look back at this like, or do you regret any of this, Kanye? Like, I hope he comes out with something like making amends with Pete or something, because this is all like uncalled for. Yeah, I, I'm like, it's not making a situation with his ex-wife any better exactly. either. Like, it, like if you want to get back with her, like you have to, you know, be super. He, she has to kiss. He has to huh? kiss her butt. You know, kiss. I mean, <laughs> I feel like I saw things about their marriage where he always did these like you know grand things for her, but she just wanted him to no- like notice little things and do little things for her to show mm-hmm. like that he really cares for her and knows her well. But like he always did these big things to impress her, but it's not what she wanted really. So, I, you know, different. I guess he understand her love language mm-hmm. in that sense. Um, I think the kind of. It's funny because he's in a relationship with someone now. Yeah. And yet he's, at the same time, he's begging for this other woman. Exactly. To uh, get back with him. And he's, you know, and he's talking about beating up Pete Davidson. Mm -hmm. And and it's just like pure jealousy. And I think um, his new girlfriend, I think that's just kind of like a PR stunt. Or... Like, I'm like, I think how can this girl deal with all this? I think he tr- like he really likes her. If he's, I, I know, don't know because I've hung I, up on Kim. I've seen theories where um, people have said um, that it's just all a ruse and it's all a way to grab Kim's attention and make Kim jealous of him. But it's funny oh, because no. I've also seen, I've I've seen that like the whole drama just made Kim and Pete closer. So it just it's not working at all. It, no, it's just the opposite effect of what he desired. I'm like, who so. is? Who's advice? Like, who's a friend to Kanye right now? Like, I'm like, what are y'all telling? Yeah, I mean, like, does anyone, does anyone check him? Like, that's the thing. Does anyone? Like, I feel like if you're a man of his status, you know, and he's a billionaire rapper, he can release any song and it'll go number one on the charts. So I feel like everybody close to him is just like yes men you know like yeah like they exactly. just say yeah yeah Connie, go for it oh yeah that song's great oh yeah you can de- this pete davidson on that one yeah um i don't he he's just kind of going like he's kind of going on a frenzy right now and we haven't seen this since like a few years ago but I hope it ends soon yeah I, I i i still yeah i feel really bad for the guy too i mean like obviously he's in the wrong for what he's been saying but like with his mental illness and everything um factual is there anything you would like to talk about, Marody? I mean, I can't wait till he drops more music, though. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I, he's talking about Donda 2, February yes, 22nd, really 20, 2022. Do I think that's going to happen? Uh, that, the exact date? No. That's exactly three weeks from now, which is funny. Mm-hmm. Um, It'd be perfect, but, like, will he follow through? No, I, I honestly, I'd probably bet money that he won't follow through on that. Because he he's one for lying yeah. and promising. Mm-hmm. Like Donda took like years to drop. Um, Jesus King took like a year to drop. Um, oh, you think it'll be like a whole year wait? I I wouldn't be surprised if he dropped it in like a year or two. No, oh, I was expecting I mean, like I mean, a couple weeks late. I, oh my! No, no, he's he's terrible. Oh, with, he's terrible for release dates. Um, I that's why I'm like I'm I have no hype for it at all right now. Because I just do not trust him. Even, like, anybody can say that, like, um, there are people 
and like his inner circle like features and stuff they're like yeah it's gonna drop it's gonna drop and then it just ends up not dropping it's all up to Kanye and yeah. management do you see Futures Futures producing he's like the executive producer of the album oh I didn't know he's that important <laughs> to the album okay if wow. you guys don't know who Future is he's a very uh, famous rapper he's known for like being very kind of He's kind of womanizer. a mis- he's a w- womanizer. He's kind of a misogynist. That's exactly what I was gonna say. He's he um, popularized the phrase "she's for the streets." Yeah, as in like kind of disrespecting women and like mm-hmm. he sleeps with women and he cheats on uh, his girlfriends a lot. So which is very funny because Kanye went from this family man um, now that his <laughs> there's just it. too many ironies. He has his heart broken now. He's like. Is is he just gonna like diss her the whole time? Or I feel like he might still inc- try to incorporate Jesus and all that stuff in it too. But well, yeah, I mean it's Donda too, so it's gonna yeah. be dedicated to his mother again, which is right. Super sweet of him, but I wonder uh, what his mother thinks. You know, listening. I, I, <laughs> mm. <laughs> listening from heaven. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Wow. Speaking of heaven. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Segway, Segway time. Um, so we're doing pop culture. Uh, I mean, we can go, always come back around. Our, our, we can speak about um, heaven, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. A few minutes from now, but is there? We all. Oh, we also. Um, we wanted to talk about uh, the kind of the Spotify drama with uh, podcaster Joe Rogan, and how uh, legends like Joni Mitchell. And Neil Young um, took down their discographies from Spotify mm-hmm. because they basically said um, like two or three of his episodes were spreading misinformation about COVID nineteen and the vaccine. And um, he, it's kind of hard to gauge because his whole podcast is having people of all different beliefs on his platform whether that be people who are super on the right like alex jones who's a conspiracy theorist um he's he's like bordering on an alt-right member and he also had bernie sanders and he was talking about his support for bernie sanders so he responded joe rogan recently responded to um the controversy with spotify Mm -hmm. he was like he was like i understand um their viewpoint and he and he kind of agreed with them that there was misinformation um, being uh, basically delivered through his podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he was just like, yeah, I just have different people, uh, different opinions all the time on my podcast. But like, he doesn't want any of them to be... He doesn't deleted. want any any of that to be, like... Um, censored. He doesn't... No, he doesn't want the, any of that to be, like, censored or... But he wants it to be known that, like, these people are just people and they're just having conversations. Just like mm-hmm. me and you are having conversations. But it's just crazy because, like, he's, like, you know, the most popular... Exactly. Very... You know, influ- very, on that p- platform. Very influential in um, Spotify. Um, he's definitely making more money off of that than any any of the people who pulled their songs off the platform dude he he which is crazy because hundred dollar hundred million dollar yeah deal. he has a hundred million dollar so, deal with um mm. spotify which is insane and because he, singers bro like the amount of money they get per stream so little oh yeah the spotify pays i think per stream it's like half a half a cent maybe or i could be wrong Something really small. It, it's like yeah it's it's like half it's half a pe- maybe half a penny half a I don't know. It's something really, really small, and you have to stream like, like hundreds of thousands mm-hmm. of times to maybe make a hundred dollars. Like it's terrible. It's it's really like you have to be like a super famous artist if you want to make a lot of money mm-hmm. off Spotify. That's why there's um, 
the only way to really make money in the music industry is by signing contracts, one, and merchandising and mm. concerts. Like, Facts. streaming and stuff. That, that you know, that money is pocket change to really famous people. Yeah, I wonder what streaming service has the most... I mean, where artists, like, profit the most from. Oh, I, I saw a graphic for that. I think it was, like... Um, I think it was like Amazon Prime Music or something, and they make mm. a penny per stream, which is actually I think that's that's fair. Like a penny per yeah. stream. Yeah. I mean, you make like a dollar off a hundred streams. I think um, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. If I did the math correct on that, but um. Okay. That's pretty me. neat. But um, yeah. He. So, what do you think? What do you make of that of the Joe Rogan um, controversy? Well, <laughs> they should definitely put like warning labels oh, yeah, on yeah. like you know the videos where it's like clearly vaccine misinformation oh i was that. just gonna get to that because he mentioned that in his response video that spotify wanted to do that um want to put warnings like hey these people are, are you know there might be misinformation um spread in this uh go look at cdc the cdc or scientists for actual like covid19 information and instagram has been doing that too oh they, yeah yeah whenever there's good. a um instagram story mentioning covid it's or i think even tiktok is doing it too they just have like a hey little warning mm-hmm. like you know this might be spreading mis- misinformation and mm-hmm. get your facts from like actual people that and are- like spotify took a long time to try to implement something like that yeah yeah they have i don't think they they have yet mm-hmm. um, apparently they- the um, like a lot of his podcasts have been removed in the past, but yeah, not yeah, yeah. really the COVID ones. You know, it's misinformation. The people so. that um that are like super on the right uh, side of the spectrum are, um, I think there was like podcasts with Alex Jones, but he's like he's insane. Like <laughs> he has all these conspiracy theories, so I kind of get it. But conspiracy theories about. The government or, like, specific uh, yeah, people? Yeah, about the government and people when, like, lizard people living among us. Um. And, I mean, I kind of get, like, the removal of those. But uh, <laughs> I, I just feel bad because, um, like, these people are le- le- these people are legends, uh, uh, Neil Young. I mean, they're really old legends. But even, like, um, I heard David Grohl was talking about uh, removing his music from Spotify. Wow. Um, Some other artists, yeah, I saw an article, like, a bunch of other artists followed suit. But yeah. I don't. I don't know any of that yeah. personally. So. Yeah, dude. But all all it takes is like someone like Taylor Swift. Exactly. To step I was up. thinking that I'm like, it's bro. Like someone be like crazy. Ta- someone like Taylor Swift to step up and say, "Hey, I will remove my music," and Spotify will literally like <laughs> beg on their knees for literally. her to stay and she, do anything mm-hmm. to Joe Rogan for that. They they would yeah. Because like, they've they've even had her on Spotify for that long. Wait, really? Where where was Cause she? Because I think there's a time like a long time where she didn't want to stream her music on spotify oh yeah i think other platforms yeah wasn't she like an apple music type maybe i don't know i know i don't know if it was a loyalty to this platform but i feel like she didn't want to have it oh yeah i think i I heard of that but she's definitely embraced it because she releases all these eps all these all these all these uh like little packages Mm -hmm. of music and stuff yeah um i know jay-z was on title for the longest time which is not anymore um well he still is but he's now on spotify he was he was um he joined Spotify like he works for them? No. Oh, Titles his company. Yeah, so I must like wait. You mean he just I thought he's always had his stuff on Spotify, no? No, he he oh, had really? all his stuff removed just from on, Spotify oh, okay. since I think beginning of Title. Um so I was like listening to him on Spotify like 
Yeah, so he he came to Spotify 2019, like three years ago. So he was oh, he was only fresh. on Tidal, and same with Beyonce. Beyonce mm. had her music only on Tidal for the longest time, but then moved her music. to Spotify. I don't know a single person who uses Tidal, but no, yeah. I mean, them. I mean, I guess that's why he did it just for money. But yep, he's got enough money. He's right. a big black capitalist. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I. I um, so uh, back to the the heaven talk. Um, mm. I kind of wanted to dive into religion with you a little bit because we go to a Catholic school. That was a little bit of a culture shock for me. Maybe not so much for you, but because you are a daughter of a preacher, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it still is a culture shock for me, though, because I'm not Catholic, and mm-hmm. it's a big difference, I feel like, between Protestants and Catholic people. Oh, so, you're, oh you're Protestant? Yeah, oh, Pentecostal okay. specifically. Oh, I so, see. Mm-hmm. So are you... Were you raised in the family like you go to church every week? Yes. Yeah. You would yes. see you would see, you would see your dad speak every week. Is that what you did? He we started our own church in 2012. So before that I wasn't really seeing him preach. But oh. yeah, so I see him preach often. Even my mom has a couple times cuz she's oh. a minister. And yeah, I like seeing them preach definitely. I enjoy that than like more than the mass which I've tried going to twice here. But yeah, I just can't connect I, to it. So I was raised in a Catholic family, um, but we weren't like super religious. But I, we still went to church when I was really young. We went to church every week, or at least we tried to when we didn't sleep in. But um, <laughs> I went to CCD, which is like the uh, religious school. Like, um, so I became like an official Catholic. Like you a, had the confirmation. Cath- yeah, I, I had a, my confirmation um, when I was in eighth grade, I think. Um, but I don't know. I just kind of like my faith kind of dwindled with it. I get that. And, um, I think it's just, it's kind of this issue with this younger generation that they're just kind of more cynical and more, but you're more cynical too. Maybe, maybe, no, maybe, yeah, maybe I'm just more cynical, but I, I mean, with like the internet and everything research is so much easier and like, it's so much easier to like question your surroundings Mm -hmm. and everything and like question like, you know, the system and like religion being one of those things that you can like yeah. hey maybe you know maybe i i i just kind of like figured it as like some religion and mass maybe not in a spiritual sense but like the organizational uh organizational um kind of i can't think of the word but like the structure of religion like going to church and i think catholic and, Catholicism is like too structured. Yeah, and I think it's stru- all that structure is very man-made. You yes. know, like it's not. It's yes. n- like I feel like that it just comes from people. Like, and I don't know. Like, Loki. Like, I'm not trying to hate. Like, but I know a lot of people got beef. You know, with the, the Roman Catholic Church, and I just, you know, I just feel like a lot of people that grew up that way didn't actually have a a great connection with God. I feel like there's mm. just a lot of rituals and like. Just a lot of structure it's, where yeah, it's but, not promote, it's not like encouraging you to really form a relationship with God. Yeah, uh, and um, going to uh, my local church, it was uh, the it was boring, you know. Exactly. And like I see videos of of um, like uh, like uh, Baptist churches, and they're singing and clapping, they're way more lively. and they're they're dancing and everything. Yes. And my local church, my Catholic church, was just like, it was so boring. It was like borderline sad. It was depressing because it was just a bunch of old people. <laughs> I don't mean, I don't mean. Do you have mean, Sunday school? 
Um, I did have Sunday school, but it was like sometimes it was at night, which is weird. But um, mm. I don't mean to uh, kind of bash my church, but it was just it was like the singing was like even sad. It it, it wasn't very joyful. It was just like oh, wow, you know, very very. No, but a lot of churches need reformation, so I know they don't I, realize that they're losing members because they they're not connecting to the base. And you know, contemporary or just you know relevant. Like way. if they implemented, um, like maybe instrument, like more instrument, like yes. modern instruments. Like obviously they had like uh, flutes and stuff when it was Easter time. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they had maybe guitars or drums, they, I'm saying the Catholic Church can literally learn from Protestant churches, for example. Yeah. Like not one particular denomination. Like so many. Like my church, we have live instruments every Sunday. You know, choir. We sing like a beat and you know slow tempo songs and like it's just really community based and we like the pastors bring in like relevant examples you know even pop culture sometimes or just i don't know people can be really vulnerable there and not it it doesn't feel like people like like the pastors are bashing you the whole service or making you feel bad by yourself (laughs) well they didn't really do it i feel like that people some people i know said that they just felt bad every time they left church like really like mass or something i I never got that feeling but um, no, I, I've I've never been like moved to tears because of church, and I've oh, seen. Oh, like, I have, but not like because I'm sad. Of, no, like with them. like with like pure emotion and joy, right? For 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 me, faith yeah. and mm-hmm. everything, and I think maybe that kind of attributed to the disconnect with just kind of how the church was set up. Maybe if it was more, more of a joyful experience, then um, maybe I'd be more involved, and um, it wasn't. It, it was just kind of coincidence that Villanova was a Catholic school. Yeah. yeah. I didn't come here because Catholic, yeah. trust. I mean, I mean, it's neat um, that it's Catholic, and, like, I came from a Catholic family, but I didn't go here for the religion. So it was kind of like – it was kind of like a culture shock in the sense that, the f- like, one of the first things you see when you drive past campus is, like, the church and everything, and that the mm-hmm. president is um, – uh, uh, what's the – he's Augustinian. Friar. So, yeah, he's a friar, right? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like some. See people in like the what is it? The cloaks, like. I don't yeah, know. yeah. That's like a that's like a higher order priest. Yeah. Or something. I think that's like one one of one step above a bishop. I think I. Could there's be, so much. I don't even like know I, why I there's so even, many divisions. I, there is a lot of divisions, and I just feel like I'm like, who came up with that? Like men. <laughs> yeah, men hundreds of years ago. Like, there's like cardinals, and, and I'm like, this is anything evolved over the years? No, and like, I, right? I don't know. I mean, I, I, like, I, I, it's it's a good outlet though. Religion as, um, you kind, it's it's healthy. You know, it, it's whether or not you believe in it. I, I respect it because it's like you're trying to make yourself a better person by following these codes, yeah. these ethics. And I kind of want to like get back into praying and everything. Oh, really? Because, um. Last time I really prayed was like 2016 when my dog died, and I would pray like every night for him. Aww. And yeah, and I don't to, know. for him to what? To him to like, um, I heard that I, I don't know if it's true, but I heard like people need a certain number of prayers in, in order to enter heaven. I have no idea if that's true or not. Um, but I just prayed for him to enter heaven safely because I believe, uh, well, back then I believed that, um, What's weird is that I have this, like, I'm like, hmm, I might be atheist or agnostic, but, like, I hope there's an afterlife, and I hope I'm able to see my pets again, and I hope I'm, 
I hope I'm able to see my loved ones again, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. maybe I'm not entirely, like... Um, atheist. Atheist, or... I'm, I think I'm more spiritual. Like, I, I mm-hmm. hope... I really do hope that there's, like, something after death, you know? No, same. I feel like churches need to focus more on helping people become more spiritual as opposed to yeah. more religious. Yeah. Because... Religion, you just focus on following the rules yeah. and like you know tradition, but like spirituality, you're actually trying to form a personal relationship with God, and that's that's yes. what matters most. Where you can actually feel like you can come to God and pray, and you know not be fearful. And because I I don't know this, I know like Catholic people they have a, um the confessions, and I yeah. feel I yeah. personally don't feel like that's necessary. I guess I can see the value in it, but you can literally go straight to God. You know, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Like the the God's gonna um forgive you, not man. So I'm like, that's true. I mean, even though you can get advice from like you know the, the man. I guess the idea of it was just because f- priests have like this certain authority, um, and they can enact like certain prayers. And I'm like, who does the priest confess to? Uh, that's a good question. You probably confess it straight to God, I, if not a higher priest. But I I'm sure. <laughs> oh my. I I mean like, I just think that like the the. It just kind of seems a little artificial to me. High key, I'm sorry. Uh, like the the just the really the structure, but if it was more implemented of, um, if it was more like you said the connection, if it was the connection with God was more of an emphasis in church. Mm-hmm. Like if it, I would love it if it was just like, if the if they didn't really, um, if they didn't really like, I guess kind of force an image of God down your throat like if they if you just came in and um were able to I guess express your own beliefs um I don't know I I'm I don't know what I'm trying to say I'm just trying to be like if you were to come in and kind of just have your own idea of God and coming into church and Mm -hmm. like and all these individuals have like their own ideas of what the afterlife is and what God is and what um they believe if Jesus is real or not. Like, I just kind of, I picture like a perfect church would just be like different, like religions and beliefs coming together just to celebrate, like, I don't know, just spiritual, spirituality in a sense. But So a church with different religions. Or just like different beliefs. It doesn't have to be just okay. like one, I mean, it doesn't have to be like every religion to one, just like people with differing beliefs coming together and but like, that's how it should be. The church should welcome everybody. Uh, that's what I think. I mean, I, you know, I, I feel like it should just be a celebra- celebration of, um, the, I guess the end of the day, it's about the afterlife, right? You know, like, mm-hmm. and like how God is, uh, affecting us from the afterlife and everything and how, uh, what's, what's out there. I feel like a, a lot of what we do or what people, religious people do, are um in consideration of the afterlife you know like oh if i if i you know if i let's say if i yell at my husband that'll be a sin you know and i'll have to like ask for forgiveness for that later you know like super like religious people but (laughs) marody's making a face at me right now but no no i'm just saying like um i i feel like there there should be less um less regret and and more you know more hopefulness you know exactly like, like less because i used to be so scared so i had like this thing where um at one point which also kind of like deterred me away from faith 
was that I was like super scared of like committing like really bad sins and it, it was like really stupid it was just like this really dumb phase where I was like oh my god if I um do this or do this like I can like what if I that ends up being the last straw and I go to hell or something yeah yeah it was like this really irrational <laughs> I know it was just this really irrational thing and that kind of deter- that kind of scared me away from faith and I was like like I I didn't want to feel like I had like um I was being watched all the time. Because there's a difference between, like, fearing God because... Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I was, I was taught to fear God, which means you should have reverence and respect, basically, but not to actually be frightened of God. Yeah. Because and- God is loving, and, like, if you mess up, he'll still love you, literally. So it's all about just having that relationship with God. And I might just know that, since I believe, you know, Jesus is the Son of God, mm-hmm. that, you know, died for our sins, like... I don't feel like frightened that I'm gonna go to hell. Yeah. Do you know what makes uh like Protestant uh different than Catholicism? Protestantism? Is that what Well, I, that how I mean, I know because mm. I, I do not know the difference. I know it's like a, a it's a um subsidy of uh, uh Christianity, right. but I don't know. I don't know like the clear examples. I know like Episcopalian churches they're similar to Catholic mm. churches. And they have like confirmation, and uh, yeah. they pr- they pray like they pray to saints stuff like that. But I never learned about saints. Never had to do confirmation. Really? Yeah. You um, never learned about saints. The saints were like no. super like pivotal and to us. Well, yeah. to me, there's no value. Like we learned about the disciples and other biblical figures, but like I don't know if were saints mentioned in the Bible. Like I'm not sure. Uh, I w- I wasn't an avid reader of the Bible, but. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just, like, we had, like, these little workbooks that we read. Um, did you get a saint name? I did. I got, um, I picked St. Francis, but not because nice. of not because of Pope Francis, just because of his values and his love okay. for animals and life. And I picked that because I, that probably mm-hmm. moved, um, that moved me a little bit. I think it's cool to, like, definitely have saints to look up to because mm-hmm. I've learned about some of them. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's actually really interesting. Yeah. Who they, you know who becomes a saint now. Yeah. Like, I know recently, like, a Native American woman became a saint. Mm-hmm. But um, at the same time, like, I know people that pray to saints, and I'm just like, wait, why are we praying to man? Like, it's I, true. I don't They're, understand that. It's true. They're just people at the end of the day, people that have accomplished something, like, really, you know, substantial to mm-hmm. the faith, and, like, they've, um, all of them have benefited society in one mm-hmm. way or another. But they're just people. You know, and it just makes it yeah. interesting that they become they they kind of become like these uh like these gods, not or gods, what? just these figures of good faith, and they kind of become these biblical figures in a way. You know, we we pray to saints, like we I I've seen like um, illustrations of certain saints with uh, halos over their head, so it just makes it interesting that like they be, they kind of become like like higher than human. You know, mm-hmm. like and, but. They do. But saints are decided by like, isn't it decided by like a council, like a, like a council of people decide, and it's like voted on, and it takes years and years, mm-hmm. like so long to like indict someone as a saint. But yeah, um, it's it's yeah. very interesting mm-hmm. though. I have a friend who grew up Catholic, and she actually got denied like her confirmation. What for what? Yeah, I don't remember the reason, but like, yeah, I was kind of shocked to hear that too. Oh. So then, that's she got distant from the church after that. Yeah, clearly. That, that's. Um, I, I I've never heard of that where someone got denied. Exactly. Maybe 
Maybe she didn't show up to an. It's possible to a few meetings Mm -hmm. or something. So then she became like atheist, but now she's actually like a really devout Christian again, but like non-denominational this time. And like her relationship with God is way better, and she actually just feels way more confident talking about God and Christianity and stuff like that. That's interesting. That's Mm -hmm. that's what I'm trying to like accomplish though. Like I don't like that I've strayed away from faith. Like I want to somehow get back into. You got you had comfort. Yeah, faith. Yeah, and like. (laughs) <laughs> kind of going back to Kanye West, he, like listening to Jesus is King and Donda and like the gospel and that, like that really moved me. Like I was like bumping that in my car and I'm like, man, I want to like, I want to like love God again. You know, I want to wow. like, like which yes. is, it's just funny because I see all these people comment on um, Kanye's songs and they're like, yeah, like this makes me want to believe, like believe in God. <laughs> like I'm an atheist, and this makes me want to believe in God. You know, like wow, the impact. I know, and that. it's like that. That is one positive thing that Kanye's doing is that he's mm-hmm. kind of making um, religion c- cool. I guess to like you don't see many hip. I haven't seen any hip hop artists really implement religion into their music or any cool hip hop artists. You know, like Kanye West. Maybe you might. I mean, people say like praise God or whatever. But exactly. I, they they have mentions of God, but it's not. But like he a makes focus. he makes his whole like concept about mm-hmm. God, and like he he brings in a gospel, his uh, Sunday service choir to sing on songs with him, and it's like really fascinating. And he, I loved it. Yeah, I grew up listening to gospel. Like I know he has some gospel artists on. Um, shoot, what was it? Was it Jesus King? Jesus or? King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I grew up listening to, so it was crazy to yeah. see them together. And um. It actually made me start listening to gospel too. I, I have I've wow. liked a, I've liked like a classic gospel playlist, and I like listen to it sometimes. I'm like, this is really good. Like, this is really good. Yeah, it's I didn't like, see this coming. Wow. No. Yeah. I'm seriously. <laughs> like, <laughs> you gotta you gotta come to my church because I go to non denominational non denominational non denominational church here. And oh, really? yeah, here I, you do. Yeah. How far, I recommend it. How far away is it from campus? We used to be like five minutes away, like in the St. Agnes Irwin school, but like now we're like a little farther away. So maybe what, like eight minutes or something. What church is it? Give them a shout uh, out. Grace Covenant Church. Grace Covenant Church. Yes. Every Sunday you go? Uh, I don't go every Sunday, but yeah. we have like weekly family group meetings with like, you know, us college kids like here. And then on Mondays, actually, and we talk and, you know, do Bible studies. Nice. Wow. And, I, I might go with yeah. you. Yeah, one day yeah like just, just to see what mm-hmm. just to see how it's like because i'm very open-minded like i'm great, great you know because yeah. and I've, no one's like judging you or anything like people you know people get vulnerable during it and like yeah it's nice to know we're all supported um how long does that last the the uh the masses or is it called mass i don't know if it is but uh no it's just called sunday service like i see sunday is like 10 30 to like 12 Oh, I, I believe. See, yeah, my- and then the weekday, like the family group is like. Well, I can only stay for like an hour because you know mm-hmm. another thing, <laughs> but that's still good enough for me. I get I still get touched by one hour. That, that's perfect. But mm-hmm. um, I had this um, my buddy back in high school. Um, he went to the Baptist church, and he said they would go for like two hours and then have like an intermission and then do it for an hour so that oh, his his dang. yeah his services were like three hours every sunday and i'm like oh is he african God. yeah he's haitian yeah you see black people yeah. always have very long services <laughs> yeah yeah before, 
Wait, what? And he, and everyone I like, to that stood the whole him. time and everything. I don't know oh if they my. do that at, at your services, but nah, we our services are like two hours max. But in my old church, the services could be like three hours long. It was wow. so much. But then we was, they would separate us like the adults, then different like kids' classrooms, yeah, like high yeah, school, yeah. middle school, stuff like that. Yeah, wow. So was your church very large? The old one was large, but the church we have now is a smaller church. Mm-hmm. It's mostly African people, but like we accept, we like want anybody to come. Oh, I could, uh, yeah, I could do way better inviting people. But yeah, no, yeah, I, w- I would love to like, just stop by and see how see how it is. Um, check yes, it out. And, I got you. Oh, yeah. I'm even going to a retreat this weekend, like Ooh. in Jersey. Oh, in Jersey? Church. Yeah, with this church here. Where in Jersey? Mm, you know? Oh my. <laughs> uh, it's fine if you don't know, but mm, just wondering. Where you... I do not know. No, that's okay. What, what are you guys gonna be doing on the retreat? Um, I know we're gonna be having like Bible study, praying. Um, is it like, is it like a campsite? Like I never know this what this one retreats. is a campsite. Yeah. Yeah, I never know what like retreats are. Have <laughs> like, you been to one ever? I've never been to one. No. Like I know so many oh, wow. Villanova kids go on retreats and stuff, but I've never been to one. I just like picture it as like people and a bunch of like cabins and like <laughs> that's that's a classic setting. Like I've, yeah. growing up, I would go to retreats like that, but I've also been in ones in hotels. Or just like a Airbnb. Oh, wow. Like I went to one like in September. It was an Airbnb. We also explored Harrisburg. So we didn't only do like, you know, like, a, you know, biblical activities. Is the purpose yeah. of just like um, trying to find your faith, like just isolating yourself from like the rest of the world? Is that what it is? Like, yeah, getting deeper into the faith, definitely. I always leave with like a spiritual high after um, a retreat. What's funny is um, I have a friend that's more, well, She's a member of the uh, Church of Latter-day Saints, mm-hmm. but okay. um, people know it as Mormons. Mormons yeah, yeah, I mean, but you're really not supposed to call them that. Really? I mean, that's what she's. That's what oh, she told me. It's okay. like it's kind of like this. Slime. Is that outdated? Or oh, that's not even a term they really. They don't created? really. They, yeah, they don't really accept uh. that term. It's kind of slang to them. It's. I think it might be kind of offensive too. But I don't know. Oh, wow. I don't know enough about that. But. Um, she actually left um that church l- no 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 no. she left to go on a mission um mm, okay in late 2020 right, she's been gone ever since she's she's in florida right now she's in uh she's in she went to saint lauderdale but she's been moving around in florida and what's funny is that they assign you a language to speak um before you go so you're able to like uh, communicate with the people there mm-hmm. but i'm like what i'm like what, what language, language would they speak in florida Spanish? but she oh. she's speaking um portuguese hmm. so she met a lot of Portuguese people I, that speak there i don't i don't really know because what's funny about the the missions is that they kind of limit your activity on like social media and like she can't even like listen to spotify or anything there it's like everything is dedicated to faith like you get up super early in the morning you um get the book of mormon and you read it and you jot down notes and you you know annotate it have your cup of coffee whatever and then you get dressed and then you go out with your partner because you're supposed to be with someone at like all times of the day except for when you go bathe and go to the bathroom like you're supposed to be within a certain number of footage with this person and um, so they just go out and just spread the word of uh, the Church of Latter-day Saints, which is very, I mean, it's very interesting, but it just kind of, like, sucks that she was, like, my best friend in um, wow. the summer of 2019 or so. Mm-hmm. And, like, we were super close, and all of a sudden she was like, yeah, I'm 
gonna be going um, going away for a year and a half, and I'm like, so she's coming back like when? She's coming. I think she's actually coming back this month. Look I, at that. I think yeah, and but she said she wants to go to Portugal right to after. Um, I mean, she goes to BYU, which is the uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the uh, the Mormon like center. Yes, <laughs> this girl from my middle school went there, and she literally just got married last year. Yeah, and it's just, it's, it, it was just all kind of odd to me that she had to like leave for so long, and like, the fact that she couldn't contact anybody. I mean, wait, really? Yeah, like don't no texting for yeah no texting. I couldn't text her at all, what? and I feel like it's just kind of a way to like isolate herself from people that aren't part of the the same religion. But I don't know. I could be totally wrong. But I mean, isn't she supposed to interact with people that aren't? Like, I know, isn't that the whole purpose? But, like, the only thing she could do is send out weekly emails. and But there were, like, emails to everybody that wanted to sign up for them. So it was just, like, um, hey, guys. I think this is pretty extreme. Y- but... Yeah. It would be, like, hey, guys, I'm doing well. Um, here's a, a verse that resonated with me and how it can connect to your life. She needs to make like, a video or something I know. about this whole experience. I, I would like to really see like more behind the scenes of like what's really going on, and like it was just it just sucks because I mean it's just for so long, and it's eighteen months for the girls and twenty four months for the boys. So she had a boyfriend. I'm kind of spilling all the tea on her, but I <laughs> I did not mention her name exactly. But um, she had a boyfriend that um she was dating. She he was also part of the same religion oh let me not say that word okay (laughs) i mean i'm just trying to avoid it but um yeah uh and you're really only supposed to marry people of the same faith so you know but he's gone he went to italy actually and he was learning for his trip yeah he went to i think he went to sicily um which is like super different from florida sound yeah (laughs) so he's like he's speaking italian and i'm like that sounds like a great experience but Mm -hmm. going to florida for that long i'm like Ugh. I'm, I'm, I'm like get me out of here it's get gonna me. get old if i'm gonna like go on a mission i'm gonna want to leave the u.s you know what i'm Period. saying like like bring i want to go to like australia well not australia but i don't know I, what's the country you've always wanted to visit that you know i mean have? besides nigeria like um yeah australia <laughs> have you been ever been out of the country before i have but only once to london oh but, like for what to visit to visit family, but I was literally like a toddler, so I don't remember oh, you, anything. You have British family members. A lot of Nigerians live in London, so oh, really, mm-hmm, like um, U.S., Canada, England, those are the big hubs for Nigerians. Oh wow! So yeah, um, I've only been out of the country one time as well, um, but that was I think that was the summer of twenty eighteen or no twenty seventeen summer twenty seventeen. Um, to where we went to Ireland, um, me and my family for two weeks, and we stayed at my grandfather's uh, house with my grandparents there. Oh, and they actually like they've always lived there in Ireland. Um, they yeah they they're from Ireland, but they immigrated to the U.S. when they were uh, my both my grandparents were like nineteen twenty years old, I believe. Um, yeah, they came here in the sixties, but they've always my grandpa has land there. He he had cattle there at one point. Um, and wow. also, you seen the cattle or no? Um, I think he sold them by the time we were there, but I could be wrong. Um, but my uncle has a farm that is like right behind my um, grandpa's house, and the the property is huge. Um, he has 
he has cows, sheep, he has a horse. Um, wow, that's lovely. Yeah, I know. It was great, <laughs> and it was totally, totally different from um, – Your suburban just, lifestyle. Yeah, it was just so quiet. Farm life is so quiet, especially mm-hmm. in Ireland. It was – you know, the one sucky thing is that I didn't have my phone on me. Because my parents were like, don't even bring it. You know, we don't want you accidentally using data and like costing us so much money because you want to call your friends. So I didn't Dang. I didn't end up bringing my phone. So all I had for technology was my 3DS. Oh so, my I, so I would like, <laughs> so I would just go on and play my 3DS, you know. Did you have any of the people your age there? I had my brother there, but he, he mm. was like... <laughs> he kind of wanted to go home. He was a little homesick. But my, one of my favorite things was like not even going to tourist um, tourist attractions. It was just like walking around and just hearing the cows moo and the sheep's ba. And it was just like it was so serene and so quiet. And I would love to go back there. You know, I, I have some cousins um, over there. Uh, my cousin uh, Leone is getting married. Uh, I think th- I think in, in Ireland. In Ireland, yeah. I think sometime this year. Are you gonna go in the fall? I would love to go. I w- I, I think I've come to like I'm, you know, I'm 21 years old now. I went when I was 16, I think, and I think I've matured, and I think I can have you know more of an appreciation, more of an, a love for the lifestyle and the animals mm-hmm. there. And would you not go with your phone again, without your phone? <laughs> uh, I, I, I won't use my data, but I, I would be able to use my Wi-Fi. I think you know, like I could, I could still like. Mm-hmm. I think I would still be able to text people with Wi-Fi and FaceTime people, but I wouldn't be able to call anybody. Um, but uh, you got pictures. Yeah, I would love to go there. And also, mm-hmm. last time I went, I wasn't of age to drink, so oh my gosh. <laughs> so you know, are Irish people big drinkers? Of, of yeah, course they are. Same Paddy's Day. Are. Yes, yes. It's yeah. Pubs. They have like these really like. Um, Hole in the wall places, that are pubs, that live, they're like little underground places. That are it, it's it's a whole life, it's a whole culture over there. Is going going out to the bars and drinking with your buddies, and I w- I would love to go to like an Irish pub and have like a meal and get some drinks and stuff with my family and and you know the drinking age was I think it's seventeen over there and I was sixteen when I went. I was so sad, but I think that probably would have made it more enjoyable for me, but. Now that I'm 21, you know, I, I can legally say I can drink everywhere in the world, I think. So, yeah, I would love to go back and experience again now that I'm more mature. But yeah. hopefully you got to go. This yeah. Year. Yeah. Um, you, you said you want to go to Nigeria. Indeed. You, you have family still living there? Because you said you um, some moved out. Uh, Yeah, I saw plenty of family there. My mom's side, like everyone except for one sibling is there. And my dad's is like. Most people are here, but I definitely need to go back there. Yeah. But my my parents didn't really teach me our like our language Yoruba that well, so like my dad was like, "Oh yeah, you'd embarrass yourself." I'm like, "Whose fault is that?" <laughs> Be like, so, uh, you, "You should have taught me better, Dad." Is your exactly. your dad speaks it? Yeah, both my parents do, but I just feel like that language is dying out. So, oh wow, really? Yes. Yeah, so I hope it doesn't go extinct, but like, I could be dramatic. But I'm just saying, like, I know a lot of people that don't really speak it, or if they do, they just, mm-hmm. like, they understand it, but they don't actually speak it. So I'm like, I don't know. My one gr- of my cousins, like, teaches Yoruba to, like, this one young girl. And my, I tried learning it over quarantine, definitely, because, like, what is there to do? But, you know, I kind of gave up. Yeah. So yeah. it's just harder doing at this age. It, it, yeah, it's harder as you get older. Yeah. Your brain can only exactly. hold so much. And it's, 
you know, my my that reminds me of my grandmother. Um, she speaks Gaelic. Um, wow. Which is the it used to be the old Irish language, but it's like you said, it's basically gone extinct. It's no one in Ireland speaks it, but there's occasionally there there are points of time where I would hear like speak Gaelic. Well, people call it Irish now. She would speak Irish over the phone to one of her friends, and it was just—it's so complicated, wow. and so these these languages are so complex. And it's, exactly, it's interesting. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I know more Spanish than I do <laughs> my own native, well, my own language. Wow, basically. and and your parents speak? They should have. Yeah, they. Not to not to uh, criticize your parents, but they they should. It's a common thing with immigrant parents. They want the child to know English, you know, be fine in yeah, school, and that, you know, not be hindered by a language barrier. That's but I feel like bilingual kids are the smartest. I, I or guess, trilingual, all that stuff. So yeah. I guess it's like that fear that you you'll go in and having like an accent or something because you you're I don't know if you learn that language first and then you learn English. You know, I guess that could have been your parents' concern. I don't think that's their biggest fear, the accent, no. but more so the, the language not, not, yeah, not knowing enough English and falling behind in school and stuff like that. I see. But yeah. I feel like maybe kids started out, you know, behind a bit, but then I feel like everyone I know now that's bilingual is, like, really, you know, really doing well. Yeah, and there's so now, many... So. There's so many yeah. opportunities with being bilingual too, like so many job opportunities. Exactly, like can, exactly. It's advantage. Places, yeah. Like if you speak Spanish and English, like you, Bro, yeah, you have an advantage right there. You have like, not, I want to say a gift, but you have a tool that you can you do, use yeah. in so many countries. So many companies need that. They exactly. need that people to like be able to bring those people of different um, people that speak different languages together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was. Uh, there was, there was oh wait, you're taking Spanish. Spanish I, I'm taking like Italian. I'm no, I'm oh taking my, I'm taking you? elementary Spanish. <laughs> elementary. <laughs> you get, you'll get up. I, I know elementary Spanish too, but that's because I I didn't take Spanish last time I took it was um, sophomore year of high school, so I'm very very rusty. But it's uh, okay. What's interesting is um, my girlfriend her her dad speaks German, and I think. Hmm. And well, actually, both of her parents speak German. But Are they from Germany? Her mother's from Germany. Um, her dad was he's from the states, but he like he taught German to uh, or no, he taught English to German students. Um, I'm sorry, while he hmm. was in Germany, he lived there for a little while. So even like even like that, and I think he's had like opportunities where he's able to speak German to. Um, people overseas and stuff, and it it just opens up a whole new realm of opportunity like exactly. I, keep saying, I keep saying opportunities but you know mm-hmm. more connections and everything and you know you have travel you can travel you will people might res- will respect you more i guess if you try to learn their language you yeah. visit yeah yeah I, I try to learn german on duolingo for a little <laughs> while because of my girlfriend and she's it, fluent she's or? well um she doesn't think she is but she like her german cousins came for um they just came by. They they visited the states, um, mm-hmm. and they, I was there at like a dinner table with them, and they were just speaking like fluent German, and she was like laughing along and stuff, and she was like contributing to the conversation. So I would say I would consider her fluent, but you know that's I, good. That's just a gift to have. You know? Exactly. Um, I wish. Because nah, I yeah I don't have the desire to be. I mean, to I don't have like the true desire to learn another language. I don't have that true passion. It's very hard, very hard. Yeah, I wish I, I wish I actually loved it. Yeah, like to learn another language. You know, it's about that time, nine thirty-six. We started Ooh. around uh, eight. 
37, I think. 8.37. Um, we have, like, one more minute. Do you want to say any closing remarks or anything? Uh, any shout-outs? <laughs> any organizations? I know you're in VTV. Oh, yeah. Shout-out VTV. Shout-out Blaze. <laughs> it's my hip-hop dance team here. Yeah. Shout-out, you know, Grace Covenant Church. Uh, shout-out Nova Nation All Access, you know. Yeah. My job. Yeah. yeah. Shout-out. I, I'll name people like friends of them. Like, shout out to my real ones. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Are. I'm sure they they wouldn't mind if you name drop your roommates or anything. But then <laughs> I'm like, wait, I can't just name two people. But, <laughs> that's oh, true. Yeah, okay, okay. I can't go on. on. Yeah, yeah. That, that's right. Yeah, that, that's for another day. But yeah. um, yeah. Thank you for coming by. Uh, this has been Sean Talk on WXVU 89.1 FM The Roar. Um, this was my first talk show. I hope I hope it went well, and I hope you guys enjoyed listening to our discussions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank, thank you, you for having me. Uh, yeah. This I'm Marodi Adewale. And I'm Sean Volpe. Uh, thank you very much, guys. Good night. Let me figure out how to turn this off now. So, <laughs> thank you, guys. <laughs>